0: Are you discontented with your life? Why? Do you wish you were taller or smaller? Why? Do you wish you had a better job or a job? Why? Do you wish you never took the first hit, shot, puff, pill, injection? Why? I wish I had a better family. Why? I wish this year would go by a little bit faster. Why? I wish I made more money. I wish I wasn't so lonely. I wish we didn't have silly rules on dating. I wish we weren't having hot dogs again. I wish we were out of here. Why? All of those are microcosms and micro seasons of discontent. Think about those things, how they thread through our every warp and woof of thinking and our daily thinking and our daily interactions that we have just with our mind. Can you be content when you relapse? Was there a, was there a season of discontent before you relapse? Will there be a season of content, knowing that you got to walk the walk of shame and saying, "Oh, I realize that"? See, but nobody cares. You care. You inflate it. You make it bigger than it always has to be. Can you be content when you lose a job? Can you be content when your boyfriend or girlfriend breaks up with you, your husband or wife walk away from you? See, those are tough seasons now. So let's get down to where where, where the rubber meets the road here. Can you be content in the miscarriage or the loss of a child? A good friend of mine just lost his second kid. Can't imagine that. Can, oh my God. Can you find contentment when your mom or dad or brother or sister gets diagnosed with a terminal condition? Can you find contentment when your best friend disses you? Can you find contentment when you're broke? You would find so much discontentment. Everyone in this room would find more discontentment by winning the lottery than they would by... Losing all their money. Can you be content when you realize that you actually hate the struggle that you're in the middle of? Can you be content when your hair turns gray, your belly sags, and you got man boobs? Can you be content when your kids are a jerk? Can you be content when your kids think you're a jerk? Can you be content when you are a jerk? Those are a little bit tired. Can you be content when your friend overdoses and dies? Can you be content that you can pay your car off and then someone hits it that same day? And can you be content that Christ came to earth to do for us what we could never do for ourselves and that we can truly rest and have peace with God by having a relationship with Christ? That's contentment. Grace is incredible. When we compare it to sin. Because sin takes us farther than we want to go. It keeps us longer than we want to stay. And it costs us more than we're willing to pay. But grace. Grace meets us where we're at. But never leaves us where we are. Grace is always sufficient. When you understand it comes from Christ. And what he accomplished at the cross. Can you be content and be thankful? Are happy people thankful? Or are thankful people happy? Thankful people are happy because there's always something to be thankful for. Grace means that every stupid, iniquitous thing you've done now serves a purpose. So quit beating yourself up. Quit lashing out at yourself and self-flagellating over the sins that you've committed and the thoughts that you have. They're now serving a purpose to keep you at the cross and keep Christ and what he's accomplished on your behalf in front of you 24-7, 365, only for the rest of your life. That's contentment is knowing exactly that. As we've prayed before, nothing is perfect, life is messy, relationships are complex, outcomes are uncertain, and people are irrational. Are we really haughty enough to think that we're not in that same part of that? I am far from perfect, I'm a hot mess, I constantly bring complexity to my relationships, I exude uncertainty, and by golly, my self-absorption and discontentment is totally irrational discontentment is venomous and the only antidote towards it is always going to be found in Christ there's a guy by the name of Friedrich Nietzsche who's a German philosopher he talked about something called amore fate and amore fate is a Latin term that basically means love of my fate or love of my life And he goes on to say here that it's used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one life, including suffering and loss, as good or at very least necessary. Nietzsche's love of fate naturally leads him to confront the reality of suffering in a radical way. When we use the word suffering, think of the term of of discontent. Think of the term of anger, think of the term of anxiety, think of any term you want to put in there as far as suffering, which means you are in a season of discontent in some way, shape, or form. For to love that which is necessary demands not only that we love the bad along with the good, but that we view the two as inextricably linked. Only great pain, says Nietzsche, is the ultimate liberator of the spirit. I doubt that such pain makes us better, but I know that it makes us more profound because we're forced to confront ourselves. He says here that the challenge for all modern men is to create and live by affirming values, to find meaning in a world that has become void of any such thing. In the present age, we often feel like we're straying as though an infinite nothing. Nietzsche's exhortation to all is to fight against this empty drift, to become who you are, to love the suffering and challenge as much as you love ease and comfort. He says here that the most spiritual men, listen to this, this is highly profound, highly profound. The most spiritual men, as the strongest, find their happiness where others would find their destruction, in the labyrinth, in hardness against themselves and in others. Their joy is self-conquest. It becomes them in their nature in their need and their instinct. Difficult tasks are a privilege to them. To play with the burdens that crush others is their recreation. That is heavy, heavy thought processes in understanding seasons of discontent. What are you so discontent about? You're discontent because you're running away from Christ and him crucified, not to him and him crucified. Think of where you can lay every sin, where you can lay every burden down is at the foot of that cross and know that your sins have been forgiven. You are free to take second place. You are free to lose. You are free to be who you are because who you are individually makes you beautiful because God made you that way. If all of us were the same, it would be boring. Where is your season of discontent? What is the root cause of your season of discontent? Self-conquest doesn't mean looking in here. Self-conquest means looking unto Jesus. That's conquest. Because every time I lose, I'm free to lose because Jesus won everything for me. I can be small because Jesus is big. I can look and love Sherry because I've been loved unconditionally. And I can love someone else unconditionally. I don't want to love Kyle because Kyle can do something for me. I want to love Kyle because I'm called to love my brothers and sisters in Christ. Where's your season of discontent? Self-absorption? Self-conquest means I'm going outside of myself to where all things have been solved, and that's at Calvary. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The seasons of discontent. Is it a season or or is it a reason? Are you looking beyond Your own selfishness and saying, what's in this? Yeah, what's in it for me? But what's in it for me to be bigger, better, stronger in my walk with Christ? And then I trip and I fall and I fail and I bring Sherry down with me and I kick Kyle on the way down. It's okay. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to help Sherry up. I'm going to go ahead and and, and nurse Kyle back to good health and I'm going to keep on walking. And then you know what I'm going to do when I get to row two? I'm going to fall down again. But I'm going to get up. Because, as Nietzsche says right here, to play with burdens that crush others becomes my recreation. Which means I'm free to love, I'm free to obey, I'm free to do what Christ and God commands of me because it's already been done for me. I can't lose. To find contentment you must be found in Christ. Then your hearts can sing with profound joy that I have breath in my lungs. There are people in my life who believe in me. I have a thrice holy God who is working out my salvation each day, that grace and mercy to do what I'm called to do is mine, and that the journey, be it good, bad, high, or low, has brought me here to where exactly I am because all we have is right now. Can you be content in the moment? Can you find contentment outside of yourself? As Christians, can we find 100% of our contentment in what Christ has accomplished for us. I beg of you and I pray for you. Please let that be your answer is yes, I can. I can rest in Christ.